0: and get that pre-order in, and you'll be able to get a free download of a meditation we created and a workbook that goes along with it. Much love and appreciation for your support.
1: Much love, thank you.
0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Mark Groves Podcast. Today, I'm coming at you with an espresso shot of a solo episode. People-pleasing or even dishonesty with self, um, fear, these are all predicated on and operate from the basis of this idea that I'm not enough, operating from a lack of self-worth. What happens is, is that when we're operating from a place of I'm not enough, our decisions will often reinforce that. Because if right now, let's just say we haven't got here yet, but let's just say we're starting right now and we say, if the basis of every decision you and I make, and you and I, because I'm not, I'm not like on a pulpit being like, hey, you guys fucking do this stuff and I'll fucking be over here not doing this stuff. I'm like, let's get into it. Like, I'm with you in this. I'm in the trenches with you. So let's just imagine that every choice that you and I make moving forward is from this basis of if I loved me, what would I do in this moment? If I loved myself, if I was operating from a sense of self worth, because think if you're selling a product, just for example, and I come to you and I say, uh, I'm the one selling the product, and I say, listen, like this, this thing is like pretty good. Um, like it might help, and I'm not, hmm. And, and imagine my body's like this, and I'm like, yeah. But if I come to you and I'm like, This shit is fucking unbelievable, and you gotta get some of it, which I sound like a drug dealer too. But you know what I'm saying is like, when it comes from, when you're not defending your prices, when you're not defending your value, it doesn't, I'm giving an example of a product, but what I'm saying is, if you are operating as if you are important, if you are operating from that place of I am important and I fucking matter, and I have value, you ain't discounting shit. Because a discount is also you saying, I could take a red flag, an orange flag. I saw this funny reel the other day and I said, have you ever looked at a red flag and been like, but is it that red, right? We've all done this because we start to make exceptions or we continue to make exceptions for lower standards because we were likely taught That it was a lower, we were taught lower standards when we were young. So we have to always have context that whatever got you to this fucking moment right here. It was perfect. So you have to decide what kind of world do you live in? Is it the one that is setting you up perfectly to actually give birth to what you desire? But you have to trust that when you're ready, a message appears if you're willing to listen. Have you ever learned something and you're like, I wish I knew that. And just insert five years ago, two months ago. Ten years ago. Yeah, I see it a lot in my on my social media, too. Here's the thing. The message was out there. You just weren't interested in it. You weren't listening. Right, because your bias, you didn't see the flaw in the way. And I say flaw, not judgmentally, but you didn't see that you needed to change something. And so when we get proactive with change, like we're doing. Right. Because someone could have told you like, hey, you should actually break up with that person or you're not truly in love or you don't like your job. And you're like, oh, no, it's totally fine. Right. Because we just have so many more distractions from not saying yes to ourselves. And when we are raised from a young age to not say yes to ourselves, when our parents didn't um, attune to us well, for whatever reason, not blaming them, maybe they had Maybe it was a single parent. I now as a parent, I'm like, how the hell do single parents do it? My dad was a single parent to my sister before he met my mother. And I'm just like, how the hell do people do this? And so what I'm saying is that as it doesn't matter the reasoning, because you have the right to the experience to finally say, okay, I'm here. Whatever got me here. Okay. I've been codependent, people pleasing. I've been afraid I've been tolerating bullshit. Okay, what are we going to do, sit in the fucking whining about it? And don't get me wrong, this is not this is not dismissing the pain of it. I'm not saying you don't get to complain. I'm saying as you do that, build as you do that, transform as you do that, like just start to uh, alchemize David Goggins into your soul, but just maybe not that extreme. But you know what I'm saying. Okay, so yeah, Goggins, he's got some shit, you know, like he's, he, he's good at yelling at, at at people and he swears a lot. I kind of like it. Stay hard, <laughs> stay hard, right? Okay, so now that we are looking at what we're leaving behind and I just want you to take a moment and I want you to actually think about what would leaving it behind be? What would that look like? Because you might be saying some stuff. Like, what would the actions be that would be you? uh, You can, like, look at, let's say it's fear. Let's say it's people-pleasing. Let's say it's guilt. But you can actually see your hands letting it go. And it floating away. And you can feel the lightness come over your body. Now... If we went and grabbed guilt back or we grabbed people-pleasing back, because we can repeat patterns that we don't change, right? That happens till, till it doesn't. So we want to be compassionate for grabbing back to it because it's familiar, but f- notice how you feel in your body when you reach for it again. It can feel heavy, right? Because that's what it means to know something, but not live it. That's what it means to not listen. It's easy to go back. Like, we're not here to judge it. We're here to finally change it. So, that releasing, I just want you to remind yourself that in the peak of your awareness of what you want to let go, that you're actually saying, I'm, re- I'm doing it. You might not be ready. You know that part where we go, I'm ready. And you're, you're, your psyche's like, bullshit. Like, you ain't ready. You're not going to be ready. The point isn't to be ready. The point is to start because often fear is actually what brings up resistance comes up because we're not ready. And so it holds us back. But I'm saying, even if you're not ready, let's let it go. What we're doing is we're naming a truth and we're like, okay, that's 2023. I just did a a solo episode where I said, I could show up anyway. You're not ready. Show up anyway. You're afraid. Show up anyway when you step out from trying to get your worth by and staying in things that remind you of your unworthiness. An adult would never let a child do that. But if an adult never taught you that and protected you from that, you might not know how. So what we're learning is how. How do you become an adult? How do you step up as, as an adult? And that's what you're being asked to do. Because the adult says, I've got this. I'm leading this. It's time. You know, true acceptance is actually moving forward. Acceptance without action is, is actually just freeze, right? Because I can accept my circumstances and not change them. Because true acceptance is transformation. And you can't actually step into transformation unless you accept where you are because without accepting what's going on, you can't actually move anywhere. Because in order to, you got to deal with the cards you got on the table, right? Okay. So I was in Peru recently. I've just recorded a solo episode of the pod on like the deep dive into my experience. But while I was there, I was reading Gene Keys, which is a great book. And in Gene Keys, they were talking about, in one of the Gene Keys, they were talking about the dragonfly. And I was like, oh, this is super interesting. Like I've not thought about a dragonfly and like how a dragonfly is formed. So it was saying that a dragonfly actually lives. So listen to this, because the majority of the time we get analogies that are about butterflies, but we're actually going to go into dragonflies. So. You don't see many dragonfly tattoos, hey, you see a lot of butterflies. And I was thinking that, like, if you ask someone like, what does a butterfly do? They actually have no idea, but it actually helps go pollinate stuff. I had to Google that. But what's really interesting is the dragonfly actually lives the majority of its life as a nymph, so it lives underwater. Yeah, isn't that wild? And in, in the fall, I was sitting outside and a dragonfly came and just landed on my hand and it was sitting there forever. I'm guessing it was at the end of its life. But what's really neat about the dragonfly is it spends, and I was looking, and it is, the different timelines are given, but let's say two to three years as a nymph. So it spends this time underwater preparing to emerge from the water. Now, here's the fucking crazy thing. It actually walks up a stalk of, or a leaf. Just think about that. It's like walking out of the water. And then as it gets out of the water, It sheds its fucking skeleton. It just like emerges out of like its previous self. This is crazy. Like when I watched a National Geographic thing, you know how it zooms in and you're seeing like their skin crunch and like open up. And it then steps out of this shell and the water that is the residue from being underwater and building up its capacity to actually like go out and become a dragonfly. It actually the water helps release the skin, remove it and the and a new thorax comes out and some fucking wings emerge. How crazy is that? Now, I say this because if you think of yourself up until this moment cuz at some point like commercially the new year represents the ending and beginning and calendar wise, although it's arguable when the year actually starts, it actually, emmer- it actually ends and begins, right? So I just want you to know that there's, whenever you're like, oh, I fucking started and then I stopped, you are in the moment where you get to start again. You are choosing that this moment is the delineation. We get to now say, when we look back, this was the moment that everything changed. And there will be many moments that everything changed. But the main moment that I want you to have is that there's a moment where you went from I can't create anything I want to anything is possible. What does that mean? How would I live? I'm going to go from living from a place of low self-worth or a place of trying to seek self-worth by dating unavailable people, by seeking my mom and dad's approval, by you know, trying to people please and and never giving birth to my dream because I never think it's going to be possible. And then I'm going to blame other people that it's not possible. I'm going to blame all the beliefs I was taught about what's possible. And I'm never going to do that thing. And really the birth of my rejection was me. So, okay, that's good to know. So this is the moment that you decide that you get to decide your life and you get to choose something. And the moment you get to do that, the moment you actually say, this is it, this is fucking it. Like, I have the ability to choose what I want for my life. Now, remember, I don't want you to think like, well, I guess I got to go burn everything down. Sometimes that's the answer. And I don't mean literally do arson. But I mean, like, sometimes we do that. But I want you to actually pause because often, and sometimes that's the answer. So I'm not saying there's always an answer and there's always not. Let me just add the gray to this. We often reject and run from and re- and move away from what we don't know how to be in relationship with as ourself, right? So if I'm in relationship with people, drugs, now drugs is a good one you need to reject and move away from because you don't know how to orient in relationship to them and what's below the actual feeling of the drug, the arousal, the alcohol, the random hookups, all that kind of stuff. Again, no judgment in any of this. But what I'm saying is what's below that is pain. And it's the pain of self-abandonment. It's the pain of self-abandonment, because if I came awake to how I actually felt, I can now use that pain for transformation, because the pain is information. The pain is saying, okay, where am I not aligned? Now we'll come back to the dragonfly. Could you imagine? Because you're right here, and I'm telling you this, and you're like, okay, yeah, fuck yeah. All right, let's let's fucking go. And... Imagine if a dragonfly was sitting outside the water and it saw its buddy, let's call Nate, the nymph that's underwater, and we got Doug, the dragonfly. And Doug is like, yo, like, hey, Nate, like you're sad down there. I know you're like, the water's murky. You're like, what the fuck is my life? I eat tadpoles. I swim underwater. There's so much shit going on up, up there. Why can't I be up there? And Doug's like, just fucking walk up this, st- like it'll, when the time is perfect, it'll be the perfect time. But when you do it, just like go up this leaf. And Nate's like, I'm not fucking, I live underwater. You want me to go outside water and die? That's dumb. That's certainty, right? And dogs like no no no, I know it seems fucking crazy, but you're gonna lose your skin. <laughs> like imagine, it's it's gonna feel like you're dying, but you're not. It's totally crazy, but you're gonna be born. It's crazy, and then you're gonna have wings. <laughs> you know, fucking Nate is for sure like, okay, buddy, like what the fuck is this guy on? Is he on psilocybin? Which ironically, if This is I'm not advocating for any use of drugs. But if you ever do experience something like psilocybin, you'll notice you feel connected to oneness, possibility, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so what's really interesting, though, is imagine Doug's like, let's go. Nate's like, fuck this. This guy's fucking crazy. Think about that when you now like we leave this and you're Doug. But like your name and you're like, holy shit, everybody. I'm going to create, I have wings. They're like right fucking here. And so they're like right here. And you're saying to someone who's Nate, look at this shit. Nate's like, fuck you and your wings. First off, you think you can fly? No, you can't. Get back in the water, you little bitch. Like we live in water. You can't do this shit. And he's like, like check their little buds right now. But like in 30 minutes, that's how long it takes, by the way, for the dragonfly's legs to solidify, 30 minutes. Now, remember, it only lives six months as a dragonfly, up to up to like three to five years as a nymph. And then it gets out and it's got a shorter life as a dragonfly. So 30 minutes is actually a long time. So in 30 minutes, the legs solidify, wings are out. Imagine now you're Doug telling Nate this. Nate can't understand. So if right now you're kind of Nate and kind of dog at the same time, that's the transformation. That's the metamorphosis. And listen, now, here's the part I want you to really emphasize, which is that the nymph uses the residue of the water to help in the transformation. So think about that. You use the residue of the emotional experience, the clutter, the density that you're like, ugh. But actually, if you think about it, if you use that to transform, that's the alchemical ingredient. That's the secret ingredient. It's not just, hey, finally, I get it because that's nice, right, to finally be like, "Okay, I'm like getting it. That makes sense. Look at what nature doesn't fuck around. Do you see that? Like when you think I'm not sure I have a purpose here. Nature doesn't fuck around. There's nothing that the universe and nature create. That aren't generating something, right? Like we're generative. Relationships are generative. So, what are we going to generate?
1: If you're ready to invest in and level up your health and well being, listen up. The Institute of Integrative Nutrition is the world's most respected nutrition and health coaching school with the largest global presence in health coaching. Their online health coach training program and additional courses provide their students and graduates with the tools and knowledge they need to transform their own personal health, as well as the health of their clients and communities around the world. Not only am I a faculty member of the health coach training program teaching on the subject of relationships and shadow work, but I personally know numerous people who've taken IIN's program and have become some of the best health coaches I know. What makes IIN different is that their courses offer a holistic approach to health that considers all aspects of an individual, from your physical health, nutrition, and environment to your mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. When you enroll in their courses, you'll learn the tools and techniques that allow you to embrace coaching as a lifestyle. You are your client first and create the foundation for personal and professional transformation. What's really exciting is that IIN recently partnered with Chopra Global, the company founded in Deepak Chopra's vision, which means all Chopra courses are now available through IIN, expanding their health, wellness, and coaching course offerings to include meditation, Ayurveda, and yoga, as well as Chopra's coaching certification. If this sounds interesting to you, you can save 20% off site-wide. That's 20% off all the courses from IIN and Chopra when you visit bit.ly slash mark IIN and use the code markgroves20 at checkout. That's bit.ly slash mark IIN and use the code mark20 for 20% off wide.